Hi, I'm Tracy Walden. I'm an Atlassian consultant at ISOS Technology, and I'm here with Anne Kaherman, our principal agilist. And today we're going to talk to you about organizations where agile just isn't working. If you had a dollar for every time that you've heard, <laughs> we tried agile and it just doesn't work for us. I th- would you be a Talk to us about what you've heard from companies out in the market with their experience with Agile. Everyone at this point has probably heard of Agile or has even tried it, right? So some companies really enjoy doing the change from the old ways of working to the new ways. Some have tried it and just said, you know what, we it doesn't work for us because of this reason or that reason or this reason. You know, it doesn't work because we do this special thing and we're different and we have too many regulations. We're, you know, we're manufacturing or we're a combination of manufacturing and software. And so there's many, you know, reasons why companies come up with, you know, why, oh, we tried it and it just didn't work. It, it just, it's not right for us. It doesn't work in our industry. It doesn't work for what we're making for our customers. I think my favorite version of we tried Agile and it doesn't work is the version where we just changed what we call everything. We just take all our project managers and now they're scrum masters or, you know, now instead of calling everything a project, we call it an epic. And, you know, we're not getting the results that are promised to us from, you know, the Agile manifesto. Right. And so changing the labels and, you know, to make sure everyone thinks it's agile is not going to work either. You really do need to embrace those principles of the manifesto or, you know, the 12 principles, you know, the face-to-face conversations is big, right? Even as we're in this new working from home video, face-to-face video still makes perfect sense, to get what that person is saying and the expression they're giving and the response they're giving to you as well. So, uh, you know, it's important to embrace those things and to talk through your requirements of each project, work through it. Don't just write the requirements and expect that the person doing the work or executing on that project is going to know exactly what you're talking about. You're hitting on one of the very common pitfalls that we've seen before where an organization would say they're doing agile, but they're still just stuck in a process of handoffs and it's you, not me. Here you go. Here's what you need. I did my stuff. And, right. But we're doing it in a sprint. <laughs> right. We're doing it in a two week fashion. I'm going to write this thing and then I'm going to throw that over the fence to you and you're going to take it and they're going to do this. We're going to do the same thing we did before, but now we're going to do it in two week sprints or sprints. You, uh, yeah. So taking those ideas and maybe implementing them in a very skewed manner and then expecting to have the results of a purely agile organization. Right. You know, a lot of times we hear this and then we get in there and we talk with them, we find out, oh, you really thought you implemented Agile, but really you picked and choose a few things, you know, you you picked from the menu a few things and put those into place and said, "Mm, Agile's not really working for us. It's really common for us to hear, we've tried Agile and it's just not working for us. And then we also hear, we still need the things that Agile promises us. We still need the ability to deliver high quality value to our customers quickly and get feedback quickly and, and enable our teams to work quickly and with high quality. 
a client who's in the situation where we've tried Agile, but we're still stuck. We need something that's going to work for us. What would you recommend that they do to get started? Well, definitely understand if you need more training in Agile. Like, do we need to get everybody using the same vocabulary? Do we need people to learn the true reasons and the value of this new way of working. So training definitely will help in getting us there and getting everybody using the same words and understanding that, oh, wait, this is an anti-pattern and this is the way that we're going to go forward with this activity. That will definitely help, you know, understanding if you have implemented Agile, as you say, or maybe you've done the Agile things, let's do an assessment. Let's see, are you doing your retrospectives? Are you actually taking your retrospectives and turning them into action items? And are those action items being completed? That is the only way we're truly going to get better as an organization anyway, is by uh, you know, reflecting on how things went, making those adjustments, or at least as, you know, making a list of adjustments, and then systematically making those adjustments. That's really the only we're going to get better. Yeah. You know, foundational component to agile is incremental improvements. And so it might be that you've taken your first stab at getting agile in place with your teams and it's not working as well as you like, and maybe it's not time to give up and throw in the towel. It's just time to, like you said, have an assessment of where you're at and like guide, you know, start guiding you in that continual direction of improvement you know, we can implement Agile in the same way that we use Agile to incrementally improve upon, you know, our ability to deliver value out to our customers, right? Yeah. Agile offers many ways in which to improve your organization. There's, of course, the frameworks that you can adopt depending on the size of the organization, you know, Scrum, Kanban, XP, you can do scaled Agile. There's many different ways to implement Agile best practices, but it's really under, you know, really important to start with the principles and see whether or not you're following, you know, basic Agile principles. I think another aspect of implementing Agile mindset in an organization and, you know, Agile processes is understanding what are the new kinds of questions that I want to ask to be able to make better decisions. Okay. So you, maybe you've done the agile training and you've maybe you changed a little bit of the way that you are working, but you still feel like agile doesn't work for us. And it may be that you don't, you haven't retooled some of your processes and your technology and embraced the development and operation handshake or cross-trained your dev to do ops and your ops to do dev a little bit here and there so that there's less of a us versus them between dev and ops. That would be a way to improve some of the ways of working. And actually a lot of times I've seen this where I've worked with a client and they've implemented agile, but it's the behavioral agile only and not the flexible technology agile that we might. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely not getting all of the lift that agile can offer. I like that. There's, you know, more than just the behavioral mindset of implementing agile. There's the tooling. And the rubber hitting the road, right? The team's getting their work out the door. 
So I worked with a client a couple of years ago who was coding on mainframe, you know, and nothing wrong with that, but it was very restrictive in how they could adopt, or at least it got in the way of some of their agile adoption and the ways that they tried to improve their behavioral items. So they did the training, they did the, the adjustment to scrum, they do the two week sprint, but they can't do any releasing and they can't, you know, really feel like they're doing these two week sprints in its, its, in its entirety because they can't deploy to production because deploy equals release. And, you know, the releasing happens on a very strict cadence and they're not, it's not flexible. They've gotten a big lift from agile. Like I'm going to say on the front end, like, you know, early in the process and getting in sprinting. And then when they get to the point where they're ready to deploy, everything slows down and they're like, oh man, what good really did all of this agility do for us if by the time we want to get it out the door, we're stuck? Is that correct? And when they have the retrospectives, it always brings up, you know, the the team retrospectives always bring up the fact that, well, we would love to improve in this way, but we can't because we're stuck in this release pattern that is unchangeable. And so, you know, all these, you know, repeated retrospectives and, and what happened is that the teams were like, why are we having these retrospectives if it doesn't evolve into improvements? We're not seeing any changes. What, what difference yeah. is it going to make? Right. I think it's really interesting that they're saying this is unchangeable. This can't change. Is that true? Is that no. what they find out? That's so not true. There are many ways to improve your platform. You can make improvements on your mainframe. You can also embrace other new technologies. I mean, there's tons of ways to do this. I'm not sure I should go into detail right here, but basically there's stuff like containers, microservices, and there's many ways to improve or at least enhance the releasing capabilities. There's lots of automation that you can put in place. But you do need to give the allowance for those kinds of developments to happen. It's important to embrace a third-party expert to work with you to understand where you went off track with your agile adoption. You know, if you've done the training, did you follow up beyond training to ensure that the new concepts were adopted and embraced by all levels of the organization? If you've done an assessment, that would be helpful. If you haven't done an assessment, we can help you do that and understand, okay, where are we not following best practices? We want to follow best practices. We would assume that companies would want to do that if they're, you know, trying to work with someone to learn more about where did I go wrong with agile? So where did you go wrong? Let's talk about that. Let's interview people on your teams, on your management teams, on your senior leadership, you know, junior leadership, wherever. Let's talk with those folks and understand what, how they feel about what went wrong or how they feel about what went right as well. Let's find those bright spots with you and let's discuss how to replicate those bright spots around your organization and make sure that we can uh, have some some organizational agility so that there's you know productivity going on. It sounds like what you're describing is that everything's on the table. There's nothing that they that a client shouldn't bring to us to help them out or at least like look at it from the agile angle and reassess like, oh, okay, let's look at this problem from our expertise and agile methodology understanding. There's no problem too big that we aren't willing to tackle with you. 
A lot of times it could just be your technology that's not flexible and agile, right? It could be that your teams are embracing the new ways of working and that everything is going right in terms of the human behavior aspect of it, but your technology is not allowing you to embrace the rest of it to get that full optimization. ISOS is proud to say that when we work with a client, we aren't just looking at the behavioral aspect of agile and that methodology and how it works, but we also bring all of our experience um, and expertise from a tooling and a technical perspective. So we have this marriage, if you will, of the two sides of Agile, the, the both the technical side and the behavioral side. And we can bring all of that with us as we're working with you through your, you know, Agile implementation. I'm Tracy Walton, Atlassian Consultant at ISOS Technology. Thank you so much for joining Anne and me today to discuss organizations where Agile just isn't working Visit isostech.com slash get agile to download our white paper on enterprise agile transformations. 